Well, what a start that was. That doesn't give you an indication on what you're about to get into. I don't know what does. Yeah, I'm really impressed with that song, Come This Far, from VOE. Uh, apparently, they're Australian, yeah? That's what I've been seeing on socials. I'm not 100% sure, don't quote me, but yes, I believe they are Australian, and that's off the back of their Chemical EP. Hey, nice one. Yeah, there's. Uh, I keep getting told by people overseas there's something in the water, and I keep trying to find where to drink it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind some. I can't yeah. produce for can't produce for anything. So <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind some, <laughs> especially if that's what's happening. So uh, what have we got coming up this week on uh, Talk Dance Radio? Oh man, we got some music news for sure. You know, we're going to be talking about the Astro World nightmare. Um, talking about the weekend for sure with, with your new upcoming album. But music wise, man, it's packed and it's just as heavy as that. Uh, we got the new Res, got some Cedar, you know. Um, some IO, R-I-P-I-O, you know, like it's happening. And welcome back to Talk Dance Radio. I'm your host, Michael, and I'm joined with- uh, Primary Being right here, or Charlie as I'm otherwise known. Um, next up, we've got a track from Rez and Death Fact. Rez is hot off the back of her new album, Spiral, and I love this one. Uh, without further ado, let's give it a play. That is something special, right? Look, it was hard to pick a song for this out of the whole album. And like, I'm glad it was that one because it's just so heavy. Yeah. 
Uh, it's like, a, a really nice blend of eerie and like broken computer, but not ear piercingly broken. Just like, oh, my computer's having a moment today. Like, if you don't know what your bass face looks like, just play that track, look in the mirror, <laughs> and you'll see. You'll see what it looks like. It's like, ooh, is yeah. <laughs> is the, what you need to say right there. <laughs> Pretty much. One of those scrunch up your face, jaw to the floor ones. Uh, yeah. Apparently, it's been in an Apple commercial, so hopefully getting much more exposure to the sound, which is really cool. Yeah, especially the whole mid-tempo-ish sound. Yeah. So it might blow up. <laughs> look out drum and bass. Hey, I'm down for the competition. They blend well together anyway. Just have a look at someone like Reaper, right? Yeah. So uh, next up, we've got music news. That's it. We'll knock it out of the way, get it out of the way, and play the rest of the music. But music news, we're going to start off with something absolutely terrible. Um, the Astro World nightmare that happened, and like if you're asking me, it's not Travis's fault at all. And he like I heard his his shows are wild, and he incites violence and like all that stuff allegedly. But you're all you're all human too. You don't have to throw that fist. You don't have to push to the front, stomp on people. Like I don't know. Yeah, but he should he shouldn't be encouraging a venue to be over capacity. Like I think that is a poorly thought out decision on his behalf. I don't know if he's to blame. I think there's a lot of shared blame going on here between people like Live Nation, the cops on the scene, not being there. I can't actually form a proper opinion on it, but it seems like there's just been a number of things that have come together to make a really tragic event occur which you know it's devastating to have people who are going out for what should be a really fun day out with their friends seeing a, a musician that they absolutely love have their life end in tragedy apparently a 10 year old was someone who ended up very injured like yeah. how did that happen oh, it was an all ages event that's um, a nightmare in itself <laughs> yeah I know the, they had a, an event the week before at the same venue, I think it was Playboy Cardi, that they ended up shutting down because too many people had snuck in and rushed it and and before people even really came on for the day, they said, no, we have to shut this. So I'm surprised they didn't do the same, like they being the, the management of, of the venue at the time. Okay, so it happened one. before and they're still trying to blame Travis for people rushing through security that they should have had? I, I don't know. There's way too many people to be at fault here. But again, you're human too. It's like me coming up to a mosh pit and punching you in the face for absolutely no reason. I don't know you. This is like, it's it's out of your own will, I guess. No, it's, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of blame to be thrown around and I'm keen to see where it, I guess, lands through the courts. There's a $2 billion lawsuit, with, which in America, the way their lawsuits work is they name everyone who could possibly have any kind of blame so they don't get left out of it if the mm -hmm. prosecution argues it was this person or this this company. So there's, there's lawsuits include people like Apple Music who were streaming the events. Um, whether they'll get pinged, who knows, but... It's, yeah, it's just absolute tragedy all around, and I feel I really feel for the people who were there who were traumatized by this, and the families of the people who have lost and friends and stuff like. It's just bad all around. There's yeah. the only good that can come out of this is we do event management in a better way. And off the back of COVID too, and this is how we're going to go into festivals and concerts. It's just I don't know, yeah. not a good look. But having your name slapped all over it has been the brand and that is your name as well definitely does not help your image yeah absolutely thoughts and prayers to the astro world people but i hope 
everyone gets what they deserve and, you know, but onto something a little more better. The Weeknd says his new album is going to incorporate EDM. I know he's already worked with um, Swedish House Mafia and that's been playing all over the radio over here in Australia, which is pretty cool. Yeah, EDM has been incorporating The Weeknd for a while. There's been so many remixes of his songs that absolutely pop off in nightclubs. Um, <laughs> like there's an R.L. Grime one, which I still absolutely froth through. Um, so it's glad to, I'm glad to see that he's, I guess, embracing that side of life as well, you know? Yeah, like to be able to incorporate EDM, like it's such a vague like term, EDM. Yeah, it's so broad, isn't it? Like, I feel like everything's EDM, <laughs> but- it's going to be more dance music-y pop, mm. I guess, electro-pop in a way. Yeah, which I'm here for. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Um, I don't mind The weekend myself. <laughs> yeah, so his, his voice is very um, lends itself very well to the old, older tune. Yeah. Um, in other news, <laughs> The Awakening celebrates 25th anniversary with two new festivals. Hey, nice. That's what we need in the world at the moment. Apart from poorly managed festivals, we need some festivals where people can let out all the frustration that they've had from being pent up in their houses the last couple of years. Yeah. You've got the Awakenings Summer Festival and yeah, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that one. <laughs> Hilverenbeek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. On July 29 to 31. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what they're going to entail, but yeah, nothing better than having two new festivals for next year in 2022. Oh my Lord. 2022. Yeah, we're living in the future now, right? Yeah, I never thought I'd be saying that. <laughs> Unescapable. And uh, um, what's been happening with Tiesto? Uh, okay, this is weird. Tiesto's headlining Nickelodeon Universe. <laughs> I seen this pop up on my email feed and it caught my eye. <laughs> like, I guess he has a, a son now, so he needs to be more family friendly, I guess. But who's showing out to Nickelodeon well, Tiesto headline? I don't know. Tiesto has been a very successful musician and businessman, right? All the way from prior to the millennium, um, like prior to 2000 to, to now. Uh, and there was a dramatic shift around, I don't know, 2004, 2005-ish, where he started making music for cash, which is not a bad decision in life. He's made a lot of good music and a lot of good cash. But there's a part of me which really misses the energy 2000 Tiesto playing absolute trance at its peak, you know? And I don't think we're ever going to see that again. And this is this is the nail in that coffin. Didn't he once play a song for like 17 minutes, the same one, just on loop? What a champion. If it was working, <laughs> it works. And it take, takes take some cojones to do that. And uh, <laughs> if it worked well. Is he selling out? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't live in the music industry. Oh, he's the poster, he's the poster boy of selling out. He started doing collaborations <laughs> with every kind of EDM artist under the sun and kind of just left trance, like his Adagio for Strings one and Lethal Industry and all that kind of stuff in the dust. I've seen him a few times, I don't know, in the last decade or so, and he just doesn't play that really anymore. Um, but he's making music that more people enjoy and the masses enjoy. He's just left his old fan base, I think, a little bit disillusioned with it all. But, you know, I'm just purely speculating here. I don't know what he's thinking. I just know that he's still making music and still loving life, it seems. Yeah. Like, I, I'd still want to know, is it going to be an all-ages event at the Nickelodeon thing or is it just going to be like a over-18s? Like, I'm, I'm intrigued. Can you, can you only get two juice boxes at once? <laughs> like, what's going on? Yeah. Two for two. <laughs> like, it'll be very interesting to see who is showing up. Oh, absolutely. 
and what that conversation was like in the boardroom at Nickelodeon. It's like, we have this big open space. Let's get Tiesto. <laughs> to be fair, if I worked at Nickelodeon, I'd be pushing stuff like that quite a bit. I'd be like, yeah, just, just your budget, my favorite artist, let's go. But this, could this incite younger generation of ravers? You know what? I hope so. I hope the rave is here to stay. Yeah. Um, I believe this in the next news article that this is 100% true. The police president music festival is linked to panic overdoses. So, so the study says. Yeah. I, I, my gut feel says that that's, you know, how, how it is. They um been to a lot of festivals where they've had the, you know, um, what are amnesty bins they're called. And um, I don't, and they, they say you're all safe to throw out your stuff into the amnesty bin and whatnot. But I think it just, and there's been act, actual cases of it where they've said, hey, this girl died at this festival, whatever it is, because she saw the police and took everything she had all at once. I think our goal should be to make a safe place for people who are going to do this stuff anyway, mm. rather than scaring them into doing it in a more unsafe way. What, what do you reckon? Absolutely. But just before I get into my opinion, wasn't there a case of an amnesty bin being placed in the middle of a park at a music festival, like in plain sight? Oh, I haven't, haven't heard about that one. Like I, I remember reading that somewhere, but it was a festival somewhere here in Sydney. Um, and it was just in the middle of the park, smack bang in the middle. It's like, hey, you can drop your, oh, I haven't, I haven't heard drop your narcotics in here and you won't get any repercussion from it. But it's like, you can see me. Yeah. Look, I, I, I can't imagine, like, what are they going to do after you have dropped them in there? Like, that person <laughs> has nothing. Let's go after them. Like, yeah. If you are either about to get caught or pat down, you're not going to sit there and hold the 20 pills of... E on you, you're just gonna dump them all and hope for the best. Yeah. And if you eat the bag and the bag breaks, you know, you're gonna either way. But if you're in the middle of the mosh pit or something and you feel like you're about to overdose, but you don't want to go to the medical tent yeah. because then you'll get in trouble for taking said like there needs to be some type of rules and regulations. Obviously, don't take drugs, <laughs> but people are gonna do it. So there needs to be some type of oh, you know, you can't really get in trouble for taking said pill and almost dying. Yeah, I don't think you're the criminal that we should be looking out for as a society. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe the person who's importing $10 billion of ice or something. I get that. You know, there's a lot of, lot of um, impact on society there. But an adult person making their own choices, I don't know. I'll leave that, that one to you guys. But... I don't know, we, we as a country have a pretty conservative stance on this kind of stuff to the point where we don't allow pill testing at festivals and whatnot, which I think is also a travesty because whilst it's not something that's legalised, people are putting anything into their body, um, especially if they've mm. rocked up there and got something off some random essay in the back row. Um, <laughs> like, it's who knows what they're doing? And I think... We ha should have a duty as a country and a society to protect people even from their own dumb decisions. Um, and But does that protection mean that we should just clamp down at a point and, and what you're saying, the police having presence there is causing panic overdoses? Or is it should we help people minimise the harm from decisions that they're already making? And I'm definitely in that latter camp rather than the former. Yeah, look, you could have... 10 to 1 ratio, 10 police to 1 attendee, and people are still going to take drugs. Just pill testing seems to be the most logical answer. 
People are going to do it either way. You know what I love, though? When you see, like, a, a policeman or a security guard, like, just having a boogie at the festival. Like, they're still doing their job and stuff, but they're, oh, like, yeah. they're enjoying it, you know? They don't have to be there with, like, a big scowl on their face looking big and evil and enforcing the law. You know, you can still enforce the law and be a friendly person. And yes. it's always the big boys doing it. The big muscly guys. That are yeah. like With the six hot dogs <laughs> on the back of the neck. And it's the best best when they're throwing down to some dubstep or something and headbanging as well it's like yeah you you wanted this festival gig <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um what's the next song we have up michael let's jump into thoughts by cedar you're gonna enjoy this one. Oh yes did enjoy that one you were right what was your thought oh i really like the Get juxtaposition <laughs> there between the like kind of haunting vocals and just the heavy bass it's i'm a sucker for it you know yeah montana man cedar hey i did not know that learn something new right. every day straight from the u.s yeah apparently cedar means um, sound don't know in what language but really? no no i'm gonna try and find out 
um yeah that was really cool really 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 impressed with the song and um keen to see what comes up next yeah no he's been doing a lot of great stuff um up next uh i listened to this one beforehand very interesting um maybe shaping the way of music yeah big big fan of so we got the tired by papa khan coming up next and i'm a big fan i did an interview for the let the bass get you blog i do this week which should be coming out soon the guy is the G, he makes amazing music, very unique, distinct style. And uh, yeah, I'll let the music do the talking. Yeah, well, it certainly did the talking, eh? Hey? Look, I don't know what genre to put that in. <sighs> Some kind of future rhythm or color bass. Um, it's got that kind of broken syncopation from rhythm, but then instead of like just absolute growly distortion, it's got this like really cool plucky melodic stuff. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a fan. Uh, I, I'm on the fence. I'm not going to lie. I'm on the fence. I like it. 
but it's a little offbeat for me, if that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> Is it the future of music? I don't know, but I'm keen to hear more from the artists, that's for sure. That's it. Um, Papa Khan, doing big things, possibly changing the future. Yeah, that was his debut release on Monster Cat, and apparently there's more to come as well. So strap on in. We'll see what happens over the uh, Christmas break and next year. Big Canadian cat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, what have we got coming out next? Uh, Castles in the Sky. This is a throwback from a legend, I guess. Um, gone too soon. Unfortunately passed away uh, about a I year hope. ago today, and um, that's just really crap news all around, you know? But this song, it's yeah, a fitting one of his last remixes. I think again, we'll just let the music do the talking.
Now, I don't know why we build castles in the sky, but I do know that I like that one. Doesn't sound structurally sound. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> may- maybe could fall over any second. Look, could we have had an IO Nickelodeon headliner? Oh, maybe. It's, I'll always be thinking of what could have been. There would have been some amazing shows. Yeah. I never even got to see, see them live, you know? And um, it's just the way life is sometimes, you know? Terrible. Mm. Like, why is it always great musicians? Well, anyone in general, really. Yeah. Have, uh, Death it'd be sucks. nice to live forever, right? Yeah. But I, I guess we'll get boring. Uh, you really wouldn't do anything if you knew you were going to live forever? I'd work really hard for like two decades and then sit and live off the interest and just wait until robots came along. But would you work hard knowing you're going to live forever? Yeah. Like, would you legitimately- I'd want to get it out of the way. Sit there <laughs> and bust your ass <laughs> to make something of yourself if you knew you were just going to live forever. Yeah, otherwise, how am I going to like- You wouldn't even need a Lego legacy. If I'm the only one who's going to live forever, like- People are going to be on to me by the time I'm like 200 years old. So I've got to have enough cash to like get a new identity every 50 years and stuff. I'd work really hard to start and then like just have cash to live my life. Um, but you'd be famous just from living forever. Oh, I'd be <laughs> locked up in a government test tube. I'd be like, how is this guy living forever? And the other 8 billion people out there not. What's up with that? Um, yeah, something wrong with this guy. Um, up next, we got Blank yeah. and another Death Pack. Collab. Two people I also hope live forever because their music is insane. I've been uh, waiting for this collaboration yes. for a while. If you if you know me, you know I'm a big big fan of both of them. Um, let's have a playback.
Uh, pure bliss. Look, they did everyone dirty. <laughs> they hooked you in, great melody, <laughs> great vocals, and then they just dropped that on you? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I'd be like melting in a puddle if I was at a festival listening to that. But have I heard that vocal sample before? Mm, it wouldn't surprise me too much. There's uh, some classic ones out there that do get rinsed out a lot. Mm. I liked what they did with this one. Yeah. Yeah, very much fits <laughs> Even the track. if they did do you dirty on the drop. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the, the next track we have coming up now? Uh, Festive Terrorizing by Doyle. Yeah, this one, this yeah. one's something else as well. We've got a whole bunch of fire tracks this week. I'm so happy. <laughs> um, I'll just play it back. I'll let the song do the talking again because, damn. Yeah. do be coming in hot <laughs> i don't know if you see the trend currently going on at talk dance radio but 
it's heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we on that bass music this week. Yeah, headbangers eat your heart out. <laughs> um, yeah, that that was from a compilation recently from Emergy, and uh, the whole thing's fire if you get a chance to check it out. I didn't catch that. I'll have to go back and especially if that's what they're putting in my Discover Weekly. Yeah, there's like 20 <laughs> tracks or something on there that are all very, very good. It's been a good week for music. Very good week for music. Crazy week for music. Crazy month for music, actually. Yeah. Take, taking us back a um, few months of... Uh, yeah. Got us a bit of shameless self-promotion. I did a remix for my friends who I met <laughs> up here in Brisbane, Sunbeams. Um, and yeah, the, the song itself really came together. It was off their recent EP. And um, again, I'll just let it do the talking. Okay. <laughs> that is music. 
That was the primary bean remix. Yeah. So a little bit of a little bit of electro, a little bit of trap with some disco feels. I like it. I think my mum likes it too. It's good. <laughs> Let us know if your mum yeah. likes it. <laughs> um got a couple of collaborations with these guys coming out actually. Um yeah. yeah, we've got one <laughs> which we made this week, which is Yappy Dog, it's called. It's, I don't know if that one will come out because it's a bit of a meme, but it's like trappy, hard <laughs> techno. And then there's one which I love called Galago. It's like named after a little African bush primate thing. And it's got some like old Watson naughty vibes. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. So uh, keep your eyes out for the pre-saver that coming up in the next couple of weeks. And uh, it'll be out January sometime, I think. How much of that is original samples? the the just new one or that one trying to break it down that one there just the um porno? the vocals for sure that are in there they're like ah oh, wow 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 um they're from the original and then there's drums from the original as well and then a lot of the electro vibe is yeah from from myself and the disco samples are from unnamed disco songs please don't sue me yeah <laughs> look creative work let it yeah. go uh, if you can't tell what it is and no one else can, I'm down to sample it. Um, Let's kick it yeah. up. We've got Grizz. Um, if you know Grizz, you know what we're about to play. <laughs> uh, Grizztronics. Uh, collaboration between Grizz and Subtronics. Follow up to one of, yeah, last year of the year before's biggest tracks. Another level. Let's get it.
well. Doesn't that just have R two D two? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, R two D two. Is that you? <laughs> He's just chilling there, right at the end of the track. I love it. Yeah. So that doesn't that just have something for everyone, right? Yeah, a little. I'm feeling the old UK uh, drum and bass ish vibes at the beginning. Yeah, there. yeah. It's it. I, I love it. It's uh, one of those tracks that's grown on me since it came out. I didn't think they could follow up the original Grizztronics, but they've done a pretty good job. Yeah, well, they did take it to, as they said, another level. So <laughs> <laughs> we got all the jokes this week. Um, yeah, that's it. So we've got one final track for you today. Is that right? Yeah. But before we wrap that up, if you do vibe this whole playlist, you can find it on Spotify or in the description, no matter where you're listening, or we'll probably listen on SoundCloud. But I know mobiles are an absolute nightmare to find the track list, <laughs> but you can find it on SoundCloud at Love Dance Radio, or you can check us out at lovedanceradio.com.au and submit your own tracks. Um, it's all there. Uh, we would love to know your thoughts, so leave some comments for sure. And don't forget to drop that like button on the SoundCloud platform. Like and, and subscribe. Hell, hit the repost. <laughs> yeah, hit the repost. Doing all the dirty promotions right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, who's the last track from? Soul and his mentor, Alec Primavera. This kid, Soul, man, man, I, I got no words for this kid. Like he, you know, he was going to be a teacher, an English teacher. I'm glad he's doing this instead. I don't think that's going to happen now. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen now. <laughs> um, this is I'll Be Ready by Sol and Amrik Rivera. I've been Michael and my co-host. Yeah, I've been Primary Being and or Charlie, depending on which day you catch me on. <laughs> um, enjoy the rest of your month and catch you guys next month.